how are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks, man. How are you? I'm really good. Um, it's a great pleasure to talk to you. I've been a fan for many years. Thanks. Um, so, what have you been doing the last um, few years um, since well, your last album? Well, we, we toured um, Deep Down and Dirty for about a year or so. Mm -hmm. um, then I think we, uh, we had a, it was a kind of a bit of a weird time, really, because I think because Deep Down and Dirty didn't sell as much as Connected, the record company started becoming a bit um, negative. Uh, and we felt like we needed to get away from them and we fired our manager. We carried on doing like um, quite a lot of live shows for a couple of years and then we started getting back into the writing process. Meantime, we were sorting out, um, our, our manager decided to take us to the lawyers. And, oh. uh, so we had a bit of a weird couple of years there. And then after that all got sorted out, we managed to get out of our deal with Ireland because we just felt like they were just like a corporate record company now and we just didn't feel anything for them. Hello? Yeah, yeah. And uh, we, uh, then we got a new manager um, who was totally positive, wanted us to start our own label, got us working with different people. I think we just kind of started getting our confidence back really because I think we just kind of, there was so much negativity around us for one reason or another that we just kind of lost the plot a bit and we kind of just felt like it was all a bit pointless. Yep. You know, we didn't feel like we was part of something anymore. Like when we started, we started our own label originally, G Street Records, before we signed to Ireland. Yeah. And, you know, it was kind of like it was a wave of people doing music. I think the whole way major record companies have gone, like Ireland, you know, they just turned into like a bank and we just felt demotivated by the whole thing but now you know we feel like we've sort of in a way it's a new start we've got our own label we're doing it kind of low key really you know with limited resources but we just want to kind of make good records again and establish a firm base for ourselves and just build something you know we've been out playing live we've done about eight shows did Glastonbury Hyde Park a bunch around Europe and you know it's been going real nice you know it feels more positive than when we started even oh, okay cool that's really really good to hear um, you know, it's, it's like it's refreshing because I think in a way you know we went up to the point of connected where it was a kind of real peak and then we kind of really had a bad few years where we shouldn't have really been in the studio because we needed to kind of get some fresh juice really you know we were a bit burnt out and that kind of turned into a bit of an extended sort of uh, you know disappearance although we were still making music then we kind of did the dj kicks for k7 and that kick started us into kind of making records again and we did deep down and dirty and you know when we did deep down and dirty we felt real good about it, you know because we'd really broken through a kind of a hurdle for us in terms of uh, make get actually making a record and um you know so we were a bit disappointed at the way the record company sort of uh you know, just treated us like a fucking donkey, you know what I mean? <laughs> but now, I think, um, you know, we've got control over what we're doing, we've got all our kind of shit back, and, you know, we're feeling kind of really like, um, feel, just feel more inspired than we have done for about 10 years, really. Yeah, oh, that's that's really great to hear. Um, so, with your record company, um, are you 
um, getting lots of artists on board, or is it just going to be well, just you? Well, that's, that's potentially where we could go, but I think because it's such early days, we're trying. We've been so busy with our own record, you know. We've, uh, like, say, we're touring and we've been doing a lot of uh, press trips and stuff. Um, we're just concentrating on that, but you know, it's, of course, it's an option because we've always signed groups to our labels, you know, and uh, so uh, it's something we're always looking out for. Yeah. Um, so, with um, like the, the extended break, um, was it a little bit different back then? Like, I know that you f- the first um, album was done like slicing up tape and that kind of thing. Like, has has the technology also helped you to kind of yeah, say we can I take this on the road? Because you know we don't use tape anymore. We kind of use pro tools and all the kind of digital recording. I actually think that as long as you you're in control of it and you know how to work it then I think it's beneficial because what you can do is you can put rough rough ideas into the computer vocal ideas and you can actually use them on the finished product do you know what I mean whereas with tape you couldn't really do that yeah so I think you can actually get an original inspiration down you can actually keep that until the end of the record yeah, cool. Um, so I think it's I think it's actually quite liberating. And you know, when we had tape, we used to spend half our life winding the tape back. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's kind of nice. <laughs> um, you've been touring. Um, how does that that operate? Like, um, is it? Do you take a different um, like session group, or do you have a core band that you take well, around? We've always basically got Owen, our drummer, who's been with us since um, the first album. Mm-hmm. Kath Coffee, she's still with us. She's been with us since Supernatural. Um, there's a new girl with us now, Noreen. I mean, really, that's the. Um, I think that's the kind of core of the live group, really, and hopefully it always will be. I mean, Kath hasn't. Kath didn't do a couple of years recently with us because she had a bad knee injury, so she couldn't come out on tour. But now we kind of the basic group is back together again and I think mentally we're all feeling a lot more positive you know what I mean I think it's weird because I think we've been going for quite a while and you know spending five or six years on a tour bus together can really kind of do your head in you know and I think we've kind of gone through that where you know we didn't want to see each other for a couple of years although Rob and me you know even when people say oh you've taken time off actually Rob and me have probably been down our studio every day doing music more or less because that's what we do that's what we love doing you know if we're not been making music we come down and listen to records play table football you know what I mean that's kind of how we run our lives really you know just kind of thinking about music every day but you know I think now the live shows feel fresher than they ever have done because I think Owen's feeling good about it you know he's playing good Cass kind of glad to be out there again after a knee injury kind of doing stuff so there's a there's a kind of real air of optimism I think oh cool um um, speaking of your your DJ work, um, you're talking about the DJ kick, so that, that really did seem to kick off your career again. Like, um, how did you hook that up? Um, basically, because the guys we'd known the guys from K7 for ages, and uh, I think they just rang us up one day and did we asked us if we fancied doing one. Oh, doing that. a DJ kicks and you know at the time I think we were immersed in indie
decision about where we were going with our own music and I think it was uh, it was a good interlude it took our minds off thinking too hard about how to make a record <laughs> because uh, you know it's like the more you think about something the harder it becomes isn't it yeah and uh, so I think that gave us a couple of weeks or a month thinking about something totally different and after we'd done that deep down and dirty really kind of came quite quickly because I think we were like we suddenly decided oh why are we stressing ourselves about this let's just have a laugh making this record and uh, you know we did have a laugh making deep down and dirty it just didn't go on to be as successful as connected so that led to other problems which were less our problems more kind of business problems you know what I mean yes and, uh, then we had to sort that out and I think you know once we'd kind of cleared the decks of all the bullshit and got rid of people who kind of had grudges to harbour because we hadn't made them rich for the last five years um, I think we really kind of uh, started to see the wood for the trees and when we hooked up with our new team they didn't have any of that bullshit in their heads you know what I mean so we could start off on a, a open-minded positive note and it was just about making a good record and uh, doing some good things and having a, having fun doing it yeah I've listened to um, Warhead on the website um, so I haven't like, I haven't managed to listen to the whole album yet. Um, okay. Um, unfortunately, but I should be getting it very shortly. Yeah, um, I, mean, I think that I think the whole album. I think it's kind of a lot more soulful, and uh, I think we've tried to just open up a few more doors for us, where it feels like we can take it a little bit further as well on the next record. Yeah. Um, has has the internet like now that there's, you don't really need like a, a island kind of behind you anymore? Has that helped you um, with this album or like? Well, we just we didn't we never needed island behind us to be honest. Apart from up to connected when Chris Blackwell was there, and really all we needed then was a Chris Blackwell type person who loved music and believed in developing music. You see. The last 10 years at Ireland, there's not been one person there who is a music lover who'd be prepared to stick their neck out to do anything. They're all people who are scared of losing their jobs. Yes. And they just want to sign up shit that's going to sell 50,000 copies in the first day and then be of no interest to anybody for the next 20 years. Yeah. You know, it's like, we, you know... We just want to be with people who are, who are into make, us making good music and being creative, you know? Yeah, I actually think a lot of record labels are like that and that's why there's so many good little ones out there. Yeah, I mean, I think hopefully those big record companies have had their day. I think even they think they've had their day. They're just trying to make as much money as they can while they still can. Yeah. You know, I think, you know, it's a new, there's a, I think there's a new kind of day for music. I think the internet is probably going to change that as much as anything, you know. Maybe artists will, will get, lose a bit of money for a couple of years from the internet, but I think ultimately it'll swing round and they'll actually benefit from it. And, you know, it's like when you're saying sign to a big record company, you don't get all the money anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You get ripped off to fuck anyway. <laughs> and it's like you sign to a big record company and it says all these things in the contract that make it sound as though they're doing you a favour, but really it's just totally one-sided, you know. They basically tell you what to do and, uh, 
you know, if you don't like it, they'll do what the fuck they feel like doing. They lie to you anyway. They say they're going to do this and do that, and they don't do half of it anyway. Yeah. Um, you've been called, like, the basically one of the first um, British hip-hop artists. Um, how do you... I don't know if that's strictly true. I think we were inspired by hip-hop, and we make our record still from that stance, you know what I mean, from turntables, you know, can be a, a lot of the way we start tracks, you know, breaks and stuff, and that was the music that inspired us. I think we just appeared at a point where music was changing, and hip-hop was what was kind of guiding us, and I think there was other groups that were guided by house, you know, like Happy Mondays, Stone Roses, there was other groups that were more in the same vein as us, like Massive Attack, and it all kind of gelled in a two-year period, and it kind of just got big. I think we were just like one of the bands that helped open the doors for that, you know. We went to America, we toured a lot, you know, and our, our records did well in America, and I think, if anything, it just helped open up people's minds to there being different types of music in different parts of the world. Yeah. Yeah, certainly. I, I've, I'm a big fan, as I said, um, and I was interested to hear that, that you guys DJ. Um, so I was wondering what what kind of stuff do you DJ? Is it the more like the kind of um, British hip hop, like Skinny Man and uh, Roots Maneuver? Or is well, it? that's that's. I mean, you know, that's included in it. You know, of course, because you know, I mean, that track "Witness" by Roots Maneuver has got to be a classic. On you know, lots of DJs. Um, playlist because it's a great track yeah. you know it's anything from um, US underground hip hop you know even more overground like say the game Dr. Dre that Dr. Dre produced track recently is still a great track but then more up, ten up tempo breaks music you know reggae some dub you know some old soul music you know it's kind of um, I think it's whatever goes really you know, you can mix a lot of that music together as well. Yeah. You know, it's a, lot, a lot of it's got a similar energy. Yeah, cool. Um, so every year, I, I reckon since they started, the Big Day Out has had a rumour that the stereo MCs are playing there really? in, in Australia. Yeah, I think it's pretty much every year. Um, so will we see you... In Australia, oh, I, I have I have heard talk about us going to Australia early next year, but that's as, that's all I've heard. I haven't heard anything more specific. But I'd love to, I, I I think we'd love to come because I think we came over in 2001 and we did like um, a couple of shows and a different festival. Yeah, and um, you know we we had a, we had a good time there. So uh, hopefully we'll be over early next year. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully I can, like, because I'm in Adelaide and we don't get lots of big acts, so... Yeah, unfortunately, so I mean, definitely be good to do that, because I know there has been talk of it and it's never kind of quite happened. Yeah. But um, I definitely, um, I think uh, our manager really wanted us to head for Australia early next year, but I guess we'll just have to see uh, how the plans unfold, really. Yeah. Um, you guys obviously enjoy being on the road because um, you've you've stayed on the road for so long. Um, like, what what do you enjoy about it? About just doing the shows, really. You know, I mean, you know, that's that's it, really. I mean, I mean, I guess. 
you know, it's it's great to see. I mean, it's just great to see different parts of the world. I mean, what other job could you do that in? You know, yes. I mean, it can get a little bit boring when you're just sort of on a tour bus or an aeroplane. But you know, just going around the world, playing your music to people, and people getting off on it in different parts of the world is, you know, I mean, that's what it's all about, isn't it? Yes. You know, I remember the first time we used to go to places, the first time we went to New York, the first time we went to Japan or anywhere, you know, it's like it's, you know, you just kind of like, wow, it's great, we're in this place we've never been before and before and people are getting off on our music, you know. It's a nice feeling that music's such a universal kind of medium, you know. Yes, cool. Um, your albums, is your album out in Australia now? I don't actually know. I think it's probably coming out soon because it's not out in England yet. Oh, okay. So it's coming out soon. I think it's out. Um, I think it's out in a couple of weeks in England. Oh, okay. And um, at the end of the month in the rest of Europe. Yeah. Cool. Um, are you doing a, a vinyl version of it as well? Uh, no, we're not at the moment because we're doing it on our own label. We're um, basically uh, keeping costs down. Yeah. So, um, unfortunately, it's um, it's prohibitive at the moment. You know, we may do it at some later point, you know, do a sort of limited edition of vinyl, but I think we just wanted to try and keep things fairly simple at the moment. Yeah. Um, most DJs use the CD DJ things now anyway. Yeah, a lot of people are doing that, aren't they? Yeah. We're just getting to grips with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am myself. <laughs> it's quite tricky, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, you don't have the hands-on things. No, it's a bit of a different vibe. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, thank you very much for your time, Nick. Nice one, man. Nice uh, speaking to you. 